Nipsingen is a mangled corpse. I alone know why, and such is my knowledge that I am about to blow out my brains for fear I shall be mangled in the same way. Down unlit and illimitable corridors of eldritch fantasy sweeps the black, shapeless nemesis that drives me to self-annihilation. May heaven forgive the folly and morbidity which led us both to so monstrous a fate. Wearied with the commonplaces of a prosaic world, where even the joys of romance and adventure soon grow stale, Sinjin and I had followed enthusiastically every aesthetic and intellectual movement which promised respite from our devastating ennui. The enigmas of the symbolists and the ecstasies of the pre-Raphaelites were all ours in their time, but each new moon was drained too soon of its diverting novelty and appeal. Only the sombre philosophy of the decadence could help us, and this we found potent only by increasing gradually the depth and diabolism of our penetrations. Baudelaire and Hausmanns were soon exhausted of thrills, till finally there remained for us only the more direct stimuli of unnatural personal experiences and adventures. It was this frightful emotional need which led us eventually to that detestable course, which even in my present fear I mention with shame and timidity, that hideous extremity of human outrage and abhorred practice of grave robbing. I cannot reveal the details of our shocking expedition, or catalogue even partly the worst of the trophies adorning the nameless museum we prepared in the great stone house where we jointly dwelt, alone and servantless. Our museum was a blasphemous, unthinkable place, where, with the satanic taste of neurotic virtuosi, we had assembled a universe of terror and decay to excite our jaded sensibilities. It was a secret room, far, far underground, where huge winged demons, carven of basalt and onyx, vomited from wide-grinning mouths, weird green and orange light, and hidden pneumatic pipes ruffled into kaleidoscopic dances of death, the lines of red charnel things, hand in hand, woven in voluminous black hangings. Through these pipes came at will the odours our moods most craved. Sometimes the scent of pale funereal lilies, sometimes the narcotic incense of imagined eastern shrines of the kingly dead, and sometimes, how I shudder to recall it, the frightful soul-upheaving stenches of the uncovered grave. Around the walls of this repellent chamber were cases of antique mummies, alternating with comely, lifelike bodies, perfectly stuffed and cured by the taxidermist's art and with headstones snatched from the oldest churchyards of the world.